Welcome to the English Montreal School Board Podcast. My name is Barry Morgan, and with me today is Sandrine Asher. She is a substance abuse prevention consultant at the EMSB. It's very nice to meet you, Sandrine. Great to meet you too, Barry. Um, you seem to have somebody, uh, or at least you seem to be somebody who would have a lot of responsibility at the school board, especially in this day and age. And let's dive right into the fact that marijuana is being legalized in less than a month in Canada. How much more of a challenge is that for young people, and how much more of a challenge is that for somebody like you? Well, it's, uh, it, I don't see it as being a huge challenge for the students because nothing's going to change for them. It's illegal right now to smoke marijuana. On October 17th, it's still going to be illegal for them to smoke marijuana. For the adults, however, it changes a whole bunch of stuff because let's say in, in our schools, for example, when children would come to school and they smelled like marijuana now they can say but miss it was my mom that was smoking it wasn't me so we're right. gonna have to come up with some very creative uh, consequences and, and alternatives how would you describe uh, what it is that you do in terms of your overall responsibilities to the school board i do a lot so what i do is um, i'm the liaison between public health and the ems EMSB, the CUSs and all that, and the EMSB, mm -hmm. when it comes to anything to do with drug prevention and promotion. I'm part of the uh, Regional Committee on Substance Abuse at the Public Health of Montreal. Also, I enter into partnerships with different community organizations such as CRD Foster, um, Portage, Chabad Lifeline, mm -hmm. and last year we started a pilot project with Chabad where I brought in counselors in our alternative schools. This year we expanded it to 15 high schools. So we're, we're working a lot. How would you describe the challenge of what you do? It's challenging because I'm alone and I have every single school. So I have to think of, okay, prevention and intervention at the high school level, but what are we going to do for the younger ones at the elementary school level? So I have to think strategically, what am I going to bring in for the grade sixes, let's say, as they're entering into high school? It's scary to think of a kid in grade six as being tempted by, by drugs, narcotics. So what is it that you can do or have done to get the message across that, you know, pretty wise to stay away from stuff like that? Well, last year what I did is I did, um, in collaboration with my uh, colleague, Stephanie Paquette, we did a presentation at John Cabotto on the dangers of over-the-counter medication. Mm -hmm. So that worked out well and the kids really responded to that. It was a very interactive uh, workshop. So we're gonna do some of that this year and also what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get um, La Maison Jean Lapointe who got subsidized by the government this year to do presentations at the grade six level. So I'm trying to get them in in around April or May. You mean people who have uh, background experience in, with substance abuse to tell their stories or? No, they do workshops and they teach the kids. It's more like a psychoeducation mm -hmm. piece where they teach them a little bit about drugs, what to, you know, how to deal with peer pressure, how to resolve conflicts, that kind of stuff. Okay. Resistance skills. You're listening to the English Montreal School Board podcast. My name is Barry Morgan with Sandrine Asher. She's a substance abuse prevention consultant with the EMSB. Maybe we can go back a little bit to the legalization of marijuana, Sandrine. Yes. It is It is still a challenge, um, and in your estimation, do you think this will make uh, children more willing to try it 
thinking, well, it's legal now, then why, why not give it a try, like maybe beer or cigarettes? I think so, because right now what the children are saying, especially in the high schools, is, but it's going to be legal, so it's no big deal. Mm -hmm. So it is going to be very challenging. And I think the, the position that we're going to adopt here at the EMSV is we're going to treat it like alcohol. Yes, you can drink alcohol, but you can't come to work when you're under the influence of alcohol. So it's going to be the same thing. Yes, you can smoke marijuana if you choose to smoke illegally in your house, but do not bring that to school. So this is the way the board is going. That's the approach that we're going to take. Okay. How much of an issue is drugs in general, would you say, across the board? Well, I don't know if you heard of the Enquête Topo. It was this huge survey that was done by Public Health last year where they polled every single student in grade six on the entire island of Montreal, whether it be French school, English school, private school, Jewish school, what have you. Mm -hmm. And the issue wasn't so much the drugs, but what we found was there was a significant number of students in grade six who had used alcohol. In grade six? And not just one time, like on an ongoing basis. Really? So we're going to have to address that. So you're talking 11, 12 year olds? 11, 12 year olds are drinking alcohol. How regularly do you think? It wasn't really specific. It, the survey asked, have you tried it once? Have you tried it more than once? Or are you drinking on a regular basis? Mm -hmm. So those were the questions that they asked. And it was upwards of 20, 23%, depending on which sector of Montreal. That's huge. I would think a lot of yeah. parents would be very concerned yes. if you're talking one plus out of five students right. at that age range. Oh, how? How did they have access to that? Yeah, how did they, yeah, how did they, how did they exactly. get to that point? Yeah. I don't know. They must find it at home, or maybe they have older siblings. Hmm. And what what can you do about something like that? Once it's they open that bottle, it's kind of hard to put the cork back in. It is. It? it is. You got to do a lot of sensitivity training, and I think the key also is is addressing the parents. Just reaching out to the parents. Last year, I did a cannabis presentation to our parents out in the East End. Okay. And they had a ton of questions, obviously, because everybody is afraid and they're concerned and they're worried for their children. Yeah. So we're going to have to do that. How do you allay some of their fears? It's hard. It can't be easy, yeah. It's hard, you know. I don't, I don't have a, I can't wave a magic wand and say, here's the magic solution. You need to talk to your kids. You need to supervise them. You have to ask questions. Know where they are at all times. The whole just say no thing, I mean, I understand work. where it came from, right, but everything I've read about it and, and seen about it, it's, it's, it's great on the surface, but it's a lot easier to just suggest to somebody just say no as opposed to giving them some actual tools to be able to do that. So what if, somebody, if some parent came to you and said, listen, my kid has a bit of an issue, whether they're, say, in, let's say, junior or middle school, what would your first plan of action be, Sandrin? Well, it depends. I'm not a counselor, so I wouldn't do the one-on-one -on -one intervention mm -hmm. with the student. But unless, as a consultant with the board, I guess you unless, would. Unless, you know, I know the student or, or I have a relationship with with the um, either the psychologist or the guidance counselor, and they've asked me to intervene personally. Mm -hmm. What I would do is, thankfully, we have partnerships with community organizations like Chabad Lifeline and also Fosters and Portage. So what I would do is I would connect that student or then and that parent with somebody who's knowledgeable and who does interventions. So just, support, sorry. Sorry, just so that they have access to the information that they need. In other words, it's important for parents to know that there are resources out there and they're absolutely not alone. Absolutely. 
Yes. That's huge. Yes. Especially for somebody who doesn't really know which direction to turn when their kid is involved in something that could be really potentially hazardous. It, it could be completely benign. You don't know, you know, but the, I understand, you know, a parent's concerned if you're, you find some marijuana in your kid's underwear drawer, you need to act and you, sure. you panic. It's normal. How would you bring up the subject with a child? Would you just confront them? Like if you were a parent, if you're giving a, a piece of advice to a parent, would you say, do this, be tough? I mean, uh, open the lines of communication somehow? Well, I would open the lines of communication definitely by asking questions, you know, asking questions about what kind of friends you're hanging out with, what are they doing, have you heard of anybody doing drugs in your school, has anybody asked you to, to partake in any drug consumption activity, that kind of stuff, and then hopefully this child would admit to something. It could not be his, it could be one of his friends that he's hiding for it. And if he's not, or he's he or she's not truthful, then I would come out and say, well, I found this in your drawer, you mm -hmm. know, why don't you tell me about They'll that? They'll still deny it, that's not mine, <laughs> I don't know how that got in there, not me, not me. Um, but let's face it, it's, it's always been an issue, I guess, ever since kids have been around, and that's a long time, and, and drugs. Is it getting worse, would you say? Maybe not, with social not media? Not according to the no? survey by Health Canada, it's not getting worse, and in fact, in Quebec, we have the lowest rate of marijuana consumption amongst amongst 15 year olds and higher in the entire country so that's very encouraging why to do you hear. think that is well it's self-reporting hmm. so i don't know if it's because we the, the kids here did not report the entire truth or really they're doing something else because xanax is also very popular in montreal and now with the rise of you know fentanyl and all the opioid Opioids. prices, right, which is right. making its way from Vancouver, you know, slowly trickling down to Quebec. Right. It's it's they're gonna find you know the latest thing. It's safe to say you're pretty busy these days. I haven't stopped, <laughs> which like, is nice. It what, keeps me very busy. What's a typical day like for you? Um, it depends. Like I'm also on the committee. It's the um, educational placement consultative committee, and that committee it's in the high schools where we meet. And students that have, for whatever reason, been expelled from their mainstream school, their originating school, and cannot return there, we need to find a placement for them. So we meet and we figure out which school is best suited for them. Okay. So yes, we've been very busy, even though it's just at the beginning of the year, we still have students that we have to place. Last question, Sandra. If you... Um, if a parent suspects their child is somehow involved, or maybe not even, but they, they, they want to send a message that really it's very dangerous and yes, marijuana could be a gateway drug, there's a lot of controversy about that. It's not anymore. No? No, they're saying that the energy drinks with alcohol are the, are the new gateway drug now. Is That's that how right? kids are getting into it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really. So what would your piece of advice be to parents who are listening right now? What would you suggest? Talk to your kids. Like, you need to talk to your children and you have to start early. You can't be talking to your 16 year old for the first time about, you know, alcohol and drugs and How early even is cigarettes. Early enough, or, or, or when should a parent start thinking, you know what, I gotta sit down, little Johnny or Susie, and, and have this discussion with I them? I think you can start at kindergarten with aspirin and medication. Kids can understand things like when you take medicine, it's because the doctor gave it to you. And you can't take it unless the doctor has prescribed to you and your name is on the bottle. Sure. So you need to start very early to teach your kids. 
Sandrine, thank you very much. Thank you, Barry. It was really, a pleasure. Really appreciate your time. That's uh, Sandrine Asher, Substance Abuse Prevention Consultant here at the English Montreal School Board. You've been listening to the EMSB podcast. My name is Barry Morgan. Thank you very much for your time.